not gonna lie and, and, and portray um, this ultimate poise like I've been, had it figured out. Nah, I just didn't quit. separate whoever's gonna try to go for something is that you ain't gonna quit what's up activators thank you so much for tuning into this episode of activated by faith podcast where faith meets fitness health and wellness i'm your host i'm the ceo and this episode is called body yaddy yaddy goals and this week we are going to talk about body positivity body image, and self-love with our special guest, Nicole. Before we check in with Nicole, I'm going to share this week's health and wellness highlight. So on today's episode, um, we would like to give a special um, shout out to Fitnick Tings, where Nicole gives a visual journal of her fitness journey, including photos of herself and progress that she has made and continues to make. Um, and also workouts that he has done, et cetera. So be sure to follow her page for some fitness motivation. I'll make sure that I add it to the podcast notes for those of you who want to connect with her and need some extra motivation. And it's spelled F-I-T-N-I-K-T-I-N-G-S. That's right? Yes. <laughs> okay. And yep, you can follow her page and I'll leave her name in the notes. So it is time to check in. So as I mentioned earlier, this episode is all about body image and body positivity. These are topics that Nicole has spoke about on her platform and advocated for, which is why I felt like I really needed her on this episode. And it's also a topic that is so relevant to today, especially with the um, society that we live in, um, with social media and all of that stuff. So she's going to share her journey with you all in regards to learning to love and accept her body. Um, I know that this is something that I'm personally still working on. So hopefully you're able to take something away from her journey um, and implement it into your own life as well. Before we start, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Just wrapped work. Thank God. Got to close my laptop. Had mm -hmm. some dinner. So I'm all good. Well fed. <laughs> you ready to go? Yes, I'm ready. Okay, good. So the first question that I have for you is when and why did you first begin your fitness, health, and wellness journey? That's something that I ask every guest that comes on the show. For sure. Um, I think growing up, I've always been the chubbier kid. Like, I honestly think I was born thick, like right out the womb. Um, but when I was younger, I was pretty active. So I did dance, I did basketball, but still had this physique. Um, but I think I got really invested in my fitness journey um, I think it was after my freshman year it was the first time I was like, Nicole, you gained the freshman, I think I gained like the freshman 25. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I remember coming home and my mom looked at me and she goes like, Nicole, and I saw it in her eyes. And I was like, you know, I'm going to I'm going to buckle down and really just feel better about myself. So I got like a Gold's Gym membership the summer of 2013. I literally lost like 25 pounds that summer. Oh, wow. I was just working out and eating right. And I came back to campus and everyone was like, oh, my God, Nicole. Like, wow. Um, but I, I think that's when I first started my fitness journey. But when I really became dedicated was probably in like 2017. Okay. Um, because it's kind of hard to maintain when you're in college. Life is just very fast. You're going yes. out a lot. 
you're drinking a lot and that's hella calories. So it's like all my gains that I had that summer just went away. But I think it was once I graduated and like, that's when I made it an actual lifestyle versus like a period of time. I just wanted to lose weight. I feel like that's when I realized like, I feel good when I work out, not just because of how I look, but like feeling strong is an underrated feeling. So I think that summer of 2017 was, was when I was like, this is going to be a lifestyle. Like, just don't do this for coming back to campus. This is like your life, Mm -hmm. your health. So yeah, that was like the real start. I'm glad you talked about it being a lifestyle because when I think about just my overall wellness journey, and I know a lot of times people will say, well, I'm going on a diet or I'm going to do this for this amount of time because I have my birthday coming up. I have this trip coming up. Then when that's over, that's it. So I'm glad that you pointed out being a lifestyle because it is something that doesn't end. It shouldn't be something that we we do just because of a big event that we have coming up. So I'm glad that you pointed that out. So you basically said that, you started in 2013, but 2017 is when you really started getting serious. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So were there any personal challenges that you had to overcome um, when you first started? Oh, hell yeah. Like, I'm honestly still going. I feel like it's, it's a journey. Like, I don't feel like I'm speaking for myself. There's not going to be a point where I'm going to be like, a hundred percent satisfied with everything. Cause I feel like we're humans and some days we have good days and other days we have bad days. But I think the biggest hurdle for me was like that self-comparison. So even when I lost like my first 30 pounds, right. I got there and I still was comparing myself to other people. Like, well, I'm still not at her size. And I think once you get out of that and actually just focus on yourself and how you feel and how you feel when you look in the mirror, not thinking of anyone else, that's when you truly get to a good point. Because that comparison will just, you, you, you'll just keep chasing goals that one, aren't that attainable. Like, I honestly believe I am not meant to be a skinny girl. I don't think my bones are built that way. My genetics are not giving skinny. So for me to be in my head and look at a very skinny person next to me and be like, why am I not that? It's like a very unhealthy thing. Because I don't even think it's possible. And if it is, I don't, the things I would have to do to get there would not be healthy, right? So I think it was that, that comparison. That was the biggest personal struggle for me to get over honestly. So it's funny that you say that because I was recording an episode yesterday and one of my guests was talking about how she had to come to terms with the fact that your body is not meant to be this way. Like your body is meant to be thick, you're meant to be curvy. So that's something that I feel like I keep hearing. And I also keep hearing that it is a journey. It's not something that is going to be quick. That's going to happen like overnight. And I feel like that's something that everyone needs to keep in mind because I know for myself, even with social media and I get on there and I'm scrolling and I follow all these fitness enthusiasts. Sometimes I can be like, I want my body to be this way, but I'm also trying to learn to accept that maybe my body is not meant to be shaped like that. And if it's not meant to be shaped like that, how am I going to learn and accept it for what it actually is? Yeah. And honestly, sometimes the things on social the filters people use, the face mm-hmm. tune, like it's just all smoke and mirrors. So that's why I honestly mm-hmm. stay away from social because people can really paint the picture they want you to see. And then you're out here comparing yourself to something that still isn't real, even for that person. It's just like a very vicious cycle, honestly. And you also don't know what it took for them to get there. You don't yes. know if they had surgery, which is totally fine if that's the path that you want to take. Right. You don't know if they were using some type of drugs or mm-hmm. Some type of disorder yeah. so I think looking at social media it's not always good to compare yourself because you don't know 
their background story. Like people always say that on social media, you will see someone's highlight reels. So yeah. you don't know what all they had to do to even get to where they are. And it could have been something that they did without integrity. Absolutely. So I think that's something that we have to keep in mind as well. Yeah, for sure. So did you have any moments where you didn't embrace who you are or where you didn't feel confident about your body? And how exactly did you feel in those moments if you had those experiences? I think the times I didn't feel comfortable in my body was when I was like at my heaviest and I would like try on clothes. Cause you know, when you're just like, I took like a really long break from fitness. I like sprained my ankle and I was just like, you know what, F it. I'm just going to take some time off. I wasn't like stepping on the scale. I was eating what I want and then just Mm -hmm. honestly enjoying life. Right. And then it came like three months later and I went to go put something on and it didn't fit. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize because Mm -hmm. none of that wellness, health, fitness was even on my mind that I don't even think I noticed I was gaining the weight until I tried something on where it was like an eye-opening, eye-opening time for me. And from Mm -hmm. that moment, I just felt very uncomfortable in my body. My clothes weren't fitting. I just did not feel like myself. And I think overcoming it, I think I had like, oh, for me, I'm a type of person where I'm like, I'm not going to complain about something. I'm going to do something about it. So once Mm -hmm. I start feeling a type of way, I have to have an action item because I just can't dwell in that because then I'll just continue to feel worse. So when that time hit me, I said, okay, so we're going to make a plan to help jumpstart this. Let's get into a fitness program to create some structure. And then after that, you know, you could do your own thing. Cause I was just like very unmotivated, but I thought following a plan, knowing how type A I am, if I have a plan, my body physically like has to do it. So Mm -hmm. I knew that was a good way for me to like get jumpstarted. But yeah, that, that was like, my main way of getting out of that mindset. It's like, you kind of gotta be like Nike and just do it versus just mm-hmm. sitting down, dwelling. Oh, I don't feel good about my body, blah, blah, blah. So what are we gonna do about it to make sure that we feel good, you know? So we talked about how social media like can play a role in how we feel about how we look um, and how our body looks. And recently I've seen a lot of clips that were talking about the importance of loving and accepting your body. And there were people of different shades, different body types that were putting these messages out. Have you ever had a similar experience where social media made you feel self-conscious about yourself because of, you know, what what you saw? Because on social media, you know, there's like this one specific body type that everyone celebrates. Yep. (laughs) I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, for me... I don't know. I think I used to really look Mm -hmm. into social, but I think it was like, what year was it? I feel like it was my sophomore year of college is when I discovered like the curvy fashion girls. So like Mm -hmm. the Ashley Grahams, the Precious Lees, and they were really picking up at that time. And that was when I was like, oh my God, there's beautiful, bodacious, curvy women, like walking couture runways and doing all these amazing things. I started realizing I need to start following people one who I can relate to body wise and two who are pushing out positive energy. Like I, I remember I did like a full follow spree of all these amazing curvy women and completely unfollow people who made me feel bad about myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we kind of have to see those images. I kind of related to like when we're younger, we wanted to see black women on TV. You want to feel represented in a way. So I had to do that with my Instagram. I, I mean, I fully believe it's our Instagram. We can follow who we want who we don't want because we're the ones who are taking this content. Now, if your content triggers me, I'm sorry, Miss Girl. 
I'm going to have to unfollow you or hide your things. It's not personal, but we're all so different. So I think like, you know, I know exactly what body type you're talking about. Like, you know, the super tiny waist, you know, the BBL mm-hmm. hips, the high eyebrows, like all the, the lips, like all that mm-hmm. stuff. I can't, I can't watch on my TL. If I see that kind of content, the way I have unfollowed all the Kardashians and the Jenners alike, I just cannot, am I going to sit there and watch all these unattainable beauty standards so I could go to bed at night and wonder why I don't look that way? I don't look that way because I don't have millions to pay for these procedures. That's why I don't look that way. So I think it's really about just understanding that like your TL has to make you happy. It has to Mm -hmm. keep you engaged. You should not be going to Instagram for a source of body inspiration. You can go for fitness inspiration, nutrition inspiration, but I feel like when we chase body goals, it gets dangerous. Cause like you said earlier, you don't know what they did to get to that body. So for you making it a goal without knowing like the background behind it is just dangerous territory. Yeah, that's why I named this episode body yaddy 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 goals. Cause I feel like I've heard like a lot that we need to be our own body goals. Like we shouldn't yes. be looking at other people Absolutely. saying, I mean, it's nothing wrong with wanting a certain shape, but you have to be okay if you don't get that certain shape. Right. You should be able to work out, eat well, and be happy with the way your body looks and be mm-hmm. your own body goals because you never know who's looking at you saying that you're their body goals. Right. So you just want to be your own body goals for yourself. Yes, I, I love that. I'm going to take that when I leave here and just repeat <laughs> to myself. <laughs> yeah. So do you think there's a difference between being body positive and then just accepting potentially unhealthy behaviors? There's definitely a difference. Um, I just think the unhealthy behaviors is definitely like opposite of body positivity. I feel like body positivity is accepting whatever body you have in whatever form it is and appreciating it. Granted, we have those moments where it's like, not liking my body today, but I think that's normal. Mm -hmm. I think it gets really unhealthy when you start really hating your body, everything about it, not trying to do anything to make yourself feel better. And I say feel better. I I go a lot on feelings when it comes to the body versus like looking, because like sometimes what we see in the mirror isn't even true. Like body dysmorphia, you can look at something in the mirror, your body Mm -hmm. think something isn't what it is. And that's just like a huge mind mess in itself so I feel like body positivity is a great movement to just remind people that like this is your body this is the body that has gotten to where you are today this is a body that you fuel gets you walking like I think sometimes we really forget that like our bodies are here to like sustain life it's mm-hmm. not to be like the baddest in the room it's not really to like look the best your body is here to serve you as a human and the fact that we're able to do that is like we should be very grateful so yeah I don't know that's my answer <laughs> No, I feel that because I, I, I'm i on social media a lot more often these days. So I've seen on social media where people have said we have to be more kind to our bodies because our bodies are our homes. Yeah. So we should feed them, you know, yeah. physically things that are good for our bodies, but also be kind to them in regards to what we say. Yeah. Because I know sometimes me personally, I can say things that are not nice to my body or, oh, my stomach is this or oh I need to do that so it's just important that we all keep in mind to treat our bodies like they are our homes because they are and they're the only bodies that we're going to have just one body and one life I'm not about to spend this this whole life hazing my body that's what I'm not about to do (laughs) not hazing no absolutely not (laughs) no I feel that though 
So as someone who has a platform, what are some ways that you use your social media since we're talking a lot about social media? What are some ways that you use your platform and social media to encourage body positivity and healthy behaviors amongst other people? For sure. I think, um, so like, I think it was a few years ago when I was like in the gym, like I, the kid, the guys at Maryland started like the check hashtag check-in movement. And that's when I was like really active mm-hmm. with fitness stuff on like my main like public page. Right. Um, but then I just wanted to like take it back a bit and have like a separate accountability page, honestly, just for myself. I didn't, I didn't start it to like blow up or be a fitness girl or anything. It was just mm-hmm. like, I want somewhere where I can visually track my progress with people who are also doing the same. Um, and also what holds me accountable. Cause for me, if I'm gonna post about something, I'm gonna do it because I have pride. <laughs> so if I say on my story, I'm about to work out five days a week, I will check in five days a week to make sure y'all saw that I worked out five days a week. Mm-hmm. It's like an accountability thing in my head. Um, but for me, I try to be very transparent about things. I think a lot of the times in fitness, everyone glamorizes a lot of things, but there are times where like I finish yeah. a workout and I'm crying because it was either so hard or it's just like, you start reflecting on how you feel about your body. And you're just like, I just got through that hard ass boot camp and mm-hmm. I did it. You're just like overwhelmed with those feelings. So mm-hmm. I use my accountability page to be like a hundred percent transparent with that community. If I'm having a shitty week and I cannot work out, I'm gonna say it. I'm having a hard week mentally. I'm taking a week off. And I really think that's how we should be using, you know, our fitness pages or our, or our fitness um, platforms to just be transparent because there's a whole bunch of people watching that you don't even realize. Someone messaged me the other day, like this page, and I only have like 60 followers on there because it's private. It's not like super crazy or anything. I'm not here to blow up, but someone messaged me and they're like, this page really helps me with my own accountability. And you don't even realize that because I'm so focused on my own journey and being transparent. I'm not thinking about trying to inspire anyone so I think the more authentic you are with what you're going through people can relate to that because as humans we can we can peep the cap okay there's no way you are a hundred percent happy with your fitness journey there's going to be ups yes. and downs and and we we all peep that we all peep the girls who are like faking in the gym or xyz and it's not inspiring to us because we want to see people who are going through kind of the same things we are so we can relate so I try to be the most authentic on my platforms and not trying to be like someone who I'm not because I don't have time for that honestly <laughs> but no that's so important though because all of the people that I've brought in on here so far have been so open and transparent on social media before I even sat down and had a conversation mm-hmm. um, with them which you know made me take a take a look at them and kind of want to learn more about their stories and that's why I also created the activated by faith page because I know my journey has been a roller coaster. It has been yeah. crazy. Like, like even this week, it has been hard for me to go to, to the gym. I have not been to the gym since like Friday. Mm-hmm. I spent the weekend in DC and now I'm trying to get back in the mindset. I'm like yeah. so tired, but it's really not something that's always fun. It's not something that's always going to look pretty. Yeah. There are days where you have to really push yourself to go to the gym where you're yeah. crying through workouts, thinking that you can't get through it, yeah. where you're trying to talk yourself out of overeating. So I feel like 
having that transparency is important because like you said, we never know who is watching us and who is being inspired by us telling our truth and living in that. So I'm glad that you are using your platform to do that. Even though you say you're not trying to do it to blow up, (laughs) whatever, people are watching you. Like I know when I see you post that you're doing your workouts and you post the different types of workouts that you do, I'm like, okay, I need to go to the gym. Okay. She went, got up and went to the gym that I can do that as well. So exactly. It really does make a difference. So what are some affirmations, some tools, some methods that you personally have used to combat like any negative feelings that you may have experienced or any time that you're um, experiencing challenges when it comes to your wellness journey? I think I always, I'm pretty good with like checking in with myself mentally. Mm -hmm. Like I, I have a good gauge on like when I'm feeling the worst about my body and then I really take a step back. I really will sit in my room I be talking to myself, okay, out loud. I need to hear it. I need to hear it. I can't be doing it all in my head because the words get all jumbled. I will really have a conversation with myself and be like, how do you feel right now? What are these feelings coming from? What's something that you can do differently to combat these feelings? Like we really got to check in with ourselves. Also, I have a therapist, so she's an amazing soundboard as well. Um, But I think that's the main thing. And just knowing what works for you and what doesn't work for you. So for me, like I said earlier, I am a creature of habit. I need a routine. I can't mm-hmm. just like walk in the gym and be like freestyle. So <laughs> no, I will, I will be just in there like, Hmm, what am I going to do today? <laughs> so for me to keep me on track, if I'm down like mentally, and I'm just like, I don't know, like this whole workout thing, what I'm going to do is go into my notes app and plan out my workout for the next morning. So at least when I wake up, I'm like, Oh, I have a plan today. Let's get it. Mm-hmm. Like, let's try and conquer this. Like, I feel like it's, fitness for me is like 90% mental and 10% like actual strength because Mm -hmm. it really just, it's just the mental game of just getting there, you know? So I feel like planning for me and checking in are the best ways to combat those negative feelings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's very important. Even if you think about something like meal prep, when you have your meals planned out and you cook them on Sunday, even if they're not for the full week, out then is you're less likely to want to eat foods that are not serving your body so I think Mm -hmm. planning is very important like when I was working out on my own I would plan my workouts even when I was doing zoom workouts with people I would plan them out and then knowing that okay this day we're doing upper body this day we're doing Mm -hmm. lower body it's really important when it comes to your wellness journey um, overall to make sure you're planning, even if it involves planning therapy sessions, those are also a part of your wellness journey. So I'm glad you talked about planning because I have not been planning my workouts recently. I go to my personal trainer twice a week. The other days I've been winging it, (laughs) which has not been the best. It's hard to wing it. You just like, you leave the gym and you're like, what did I just do? Like what kind of non-focused mess was that? Yeah. I will at least put something together when I get there. That's good. Yeah, yeah, but I need to get to it. (laughs) (laughs) You will, you will. Okay, so this is our, I think this is our last question. Um, Out of everything that we talked about today, as far as positive body image and self-love, what exactly does it mean to you to celebrate your body? Celebrating your body is about just like, can I curse on this or no? No cursing? Okay, let me know. It's fine. (laughs) I think celebrating your body is really just loving your body in all its forms. Mm -hmm. Um, When you're not feeling your best, when you're feeling your best. But I also think the biggest thing about celebrating your body is lifting yourself up when you're 
not feeling the best about your body. So I feel like that shows you really love your body to the point where you're willing to really pick yourself up from a very dark time that you're experiencing. So mm-hmm. I feel like we, we, like you said earlier, one body, one life, and it's also up to us as the individuals to take care of this body. Um, so yeah, I love that question. Cause I think that's something I'm even working through now. Last mm-hmm. week I was having a very tough time with my body. I was, my, I, I had, I was having the worst body dysmorphia. I, I ordered clothes from somewhere and they came and they were literally three sizes too big because that's how I was viewing my body. Like it can get that deep where you're ordering clothes mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm this size and it comes here and it's not true. And that's when I was like, Nicole, this is not what celebrating your body looks like. You're actually like making yourself feel worse about your body. Mm-hmm. How can we turn Thank this around? Yourself. How can we turn this around? And I was like, I got to lift myself up because if I lift myself up, nobody will. I cannot depend on anyone else to lift me and my body up. So I made the chance to celebrate it, look in the mirror and be like, what do you love the most? You know, reminding yourself about your favorite features is always good. So yeah, we, we must celebrate our bodies in this life because if we don't, nobody else will. <laughs> That's true. We always talk about how our journey should be for us and not for other people that's what we were talking about on our recording yesterday and that's so true because I feel like when I'm looking to work out to prove to other people like yeah I'm working out and you not or if I'm working Mm -hmm. out to look like someone else I'm not doing it for me I'm doing it for other people yeah so it's important to just keep that in mind do you have any advice for anyone who is struggling to love and accept their bodies For sure. I think the biggest advice is like, find a support group. Um, And it doesn't have to be an official support group. Because one thing we talked about earlier is that like, one, you never know how many people are watching. And two, most of the time, someone is going through the same thing you are. I Mm -hmm. remember like, I don't know when, maybe it was last year, I started like this thick fit girls IG group, which like a whole bunch of thick girls were like, we work out, we were sending um, food tips, nutrition tips, someone would be like, if I'm not in the gym by four, somebody pinged me, obviously somebody pinged. And it's great to not feel like you're alone, especially when you're going through these body issues. So finding people who are trying to do the same thing as you, whether it's one buddy, a few buddies, I feel like it makes all the difference in the world because nothing is worse than feeling alone in what you're going through, especially when it comes to your body. Cause then you, it, it makes it seem like you're never going to get through this, but there's so many people who have conquered their body issues. Um, there's so many people who are going through them now and trying to conquer them. So I don't know, working with people who are trying to do the same thing as you are, it's just very encouraging. And I feel like there's nothing worse in this life than feeling alone. Um, so what, having those people alongside you is just very motivating. And I feel like it's easier to get to where you want to be when you have like a very solid tribe behind you. Yeah, that's important. I know I'm in a group message with, um, two of two people so me and Shariah and Simone on a group message mm-hmm. and we'll just message each other like okay this is what I ate today or we'll say yeah. okay I'm going to the gym I'm leaving the gym okay I am not feeling good about my body today and I think having them like you said has allowed me to see that other people go through this because there are people who go through this that you might not think are experiencing these things but having mm-hmm. them to motivate you and encourage you on this journey and you do the same for them is so helpful because yeah. I feel like I can be so open and transparent about things that I'm experiencing and then be there to support them as well absolutely and there's no shame in 
in it. I feel like when you have people around to share those open thoughts with, I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. when we go through some things with our body, we want to like keep it to ourselves and we're like yes. a little embarrassed a bit. But when you have like a group of people who are going through the same, it's like open season. It's like we're all purging our thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then you feel better about it because at least you got it out in the open and you're able to do something about it. So I totally agree. Mm-hmm. So this is actually the real last question. This okay. is kind of a fun question. Okay. If your body could say anything right now, what would it say? Nicole, you're doing a damn good job. Keep going. Got it. That's a great way to end our check-in. Thank you for checking in with Activated by Faith. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. This is great. I, I know people are going to take a lot away from this episode because this is a topic that I feel like more people struggle with than actually put it out there and say that they're struggling with. So thank you again for coming on and sharing your story. Before we wrap up this episode, I am going to share this week's Mike's Motivations. And there are actually two things that I want to share. So the first one is Psalm 139.14. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. So just remembering that no matter what you look like, if you're skinny, if you're thick, if you're curvy, if you're not, you are made the way that God wanted to make you. And just be confident in that in itself because that's just says enough right there in addition to that verse um me and my line sisters are actually reading women evolved by sarah jakes roberts um and the full title is women evolved breaking up with your fears to revolutionize your future um again is by sjr our good good sis (laughs) and there's a part in her book where she talks about how she struggled with you know the way she looked and i'm going to read the quote So it says, there have been moments when I've caught a glimpse of my body in the mirror and a part of me grieved that the area wasn't tauter, tauter, I guess, and more defined. I know I'm not the only one who has been there. The grief in that moment is how our confidence shrivels and dies. The good news is that our confidence can come back to life. The next time you look in the mirror and your old way of looking at your body begins to cue the music for the funeral possession for your confidence, Pull the card and survey every inch of your body until you find something to love. Girl, if you don't start with nothing but a small mole, you better work that mole, name that mole, tell that mole she's beautiful, lotion that mole up and let her shine. I don't care how long your confidence has been dead, it can always be resurrected. You can even start researching body positivity blogs and influencers who can help you jumpstart your journey. There's an influencer for every shape and size. And when I read that like two weeks ago, I was like, oh, yes, this is perfect. I love this book. I love how open SJR is and how she just shares her truth. So if you want to read that book, I can put the link um, in the um, podcast notes. And I also put the title of the book as well. But that is all that we have today. Thank you again, Nicole, for coming on. I appreciate you so, so much. Um, make sure you stay up to date on Activated by Faith's page. We're going to continue connecting with guests and sharing resources for you all to help you on your wellness journey. Thanks so much for tuning in and enjoy the rest of your week. separate whoever's going trying to go for something is that you ain't gonna quit